0: Okay, good evening everyone, thanks for joining. So last week we began the sugya of commerce on Shabbos, schayra on Shabbos. And as we mentioned last week, there are many different halachas that we have to take into consideration before assuming that one can leave their business open on Shabbos. The first topic, which we got uh, deep into already, is the topic of schayr Shabbos, earning money on Shabbos. We learned that there are two primary sources in Shas, we'll see there might be another remez to it later, there are two sources in Shas for this Isser of Schar Shabbos. One of them is found in Bav Metziah regarding a Shimer that you cannot pay a Shimer. even the way the, the, the Rashi understands the Gemara, is talking in a case where there, there is some type of mitzvah component for the Yid to watch to make sure that things do not become Tameh. The Shimer is not allowed to get paid for watching the item on Shabbos. That was one Mara We had another Mara in Ksubis. Regarding uh, a meredas, a woman or a man who is married, not keeping their uh, responsibilities in the marriage. So there are penalties that are deducted off the ksuba or added on, or tacked onto the ksuba. And one cannot spe- specifically give money for Shabbos. The Gemara there, we went through the, the whole riot back and forth, the Kashi Teretz. But you see from there that there's an ister underlying called, there's an underlying isser called Schar Shabbos. One is not allowed to earn money on Shabbos. What is the reason for this? Hirashim Ksubis said, that it uh, it looks like it, it could lead to Mecca chamemchar, and that's why one cannot do schar Shabbos. Now the Beis Yosef in Huchus, uh Rosh Hashanah was bothered by the fact that at the end of the day, it's exera l'exera. One is not allowed to do Mecca chamemchar on Shabbos. You cannot do commerce on Shabbos, which we'll learn one of the topics that you have to take into consideration when having a business open on Shabbos, is this iser of mekach and memchar, So we know there's, there's an iser of mekach and but what's the iser that right? it's not one of the Lama Tetz our You're not plowing, you're not planting. It's because it's, it's, uh, you're going to end up writing. That's the simple understanding. We'll learn the sugya in depth later. But if that's a tachana, gzeira, that you might write, so now you made a new gzeira. You can't earn money because you might do business, and if you do business, you might end up writing. So that was the Beis uh, Yosef's question, on the tour. The truth is, it's a question of the Gemara. The Gemara does say there's is an Isser of Scher Shabbos. The Beis Yosef says it's really not, doesn't have the same uh, legitimacy, so to say, the same khmer of regular Isurim de Rabbanan, and it's only a chumra ba'amah, and therefore we have many different eterim. And the Beis Yosef said that to be Malam why the Bali, the Bali Takea were charging and getting paid money on Rosh Hashanah or for, for the Rosh Hashanah of And he was said, said as a Lim that Perhaps there really is no Isser at all. It's more of a Chumrah. And by muqa, Mitzvah, we are not Machmir. The Gemara, just to review a little bit from last week, the Gemara said that there's a heter of Havla, that if someone is getting a lump sum payment, he's getting paid, He's sorry, he's hired with a lump sum, that he's hired for the week, he's hired for the month. So then, there's a heter of Havla. We had a fundamental machlekes, the Mogan Avram, and the Aliyah Rabbah, and other Paiskim, regarding, let's say, the... The Balabaius specifies that he's going to pay him on a daily rate. Since he, he could technically fire him at, at, at any point, that shows that he's really hired on a daily basis. So each day is, is stands on has its own merit, and therefore it should be Sechar Shabbos. That's the sheet of the Mugan Avram. And according to the Mugan Avram, it would come out that when you take on a job, you would have to commit to uh both parties have to commit to do the entire job meaning that if they don't do part of it then they're not going to get paid it has to be that you're committing to do both thursday and shabbos work and if you do not do the thursday work you're not getting paid it has to be uh, conditional the mishabura is uh is more megal he says that we, we learned to, the raya from the mogan, the mogan rams raya from the Ran last week Either way, the Mishaburah says that since when a person, as long as the person initially said, the balabayas, the initial agreement was, you're hired for the week, even if later on they break it down into daily payments, but since they initially said, you're hired for the week, you're hired for the month, so we don't have to assume that people are going to get fired, that things are going to change. We could assume that in a Hanami it's going to still be a schir shvua, a schir chaydesh, and that'll be mutter. But... I, I don't know if I pointed this out uh if I emphasized this last week. Everyone agrees that if you if you do not make it that he's hired f- f- for a week or hired for a few days and you just ask him to be to work on Shabbos, everyone agrees that's us Even if you end up paying him in a lump sum doesn't make a difference. There has to be that the, the it has to be a shir shvua, a shir chaydash that he was hired for a month, hired for a week. It doesn't help that later on you'll pay him for a Shabbos and the Sunday. It has to be that that was the original plan. According to the Magana Ram, it has to be like a tonight that we that without breaking it into different days, it has to be one lump sum. It's all or nothing. That's what it sounds like from the Magana Ram. From the Brewer, no. As long as they initially agreed that he's working for Friday, Shabbat, Sunday, even though he's mathematically calculating each day on its own, but if the agreement was for the full time, three days, so then we could be Meku with Havla. One of the yeah. heterium that, that people say, which is found in Shulchan Aruch, in Hilchus T'kiah and also in Simon Shinvav, and that is, if it's L'dvar Mitzvah, it would be Mutter. And for that, many rely on this. The You could have a, a tutor, someone who tutors uh, uh, boys, or he, he gives uh, laning lessons, or the like, and he does it on Shabbos. And he's getting paid, let's say, $50 an hour, $100 an hour to, to tutor on Shabbos. So... What's the Heter? He's getting Shachar Shabbos. Shabbos afternoon, he's learning with, uh, with these kids. He's tutoring the boys. He would, he'd, he's getting paid for it. That would be an ister of Shachar Shabbos. He has a Heter, perhaps, the Dvar Mitzvah. That if it's for a Dvar Mitzvah, it will be Mutter. And we learned that the Beis Yosef is the one that's really making on this, that since the whole thing is uh, Chumar Ba'alma, so to say, so then he could be uh, he could meekle with Dvar Mitzvah. The, uh, the Aruch HaShokhan is bothered by this, and we mentioned this question last week. The original source for the Isr of Schar Shavis Shabbos is the Gemara in, in Perek Hazav and Bav Metziah, regarding someone who's watching, guarding things for the Beis HaMikdash, whether it was uh, plants for the Karben Aymer or the paraduma or the children that were going to help with the paraduma process. Those also had Schar Mitzvah, uh, also had Mitzvah uh, components to it, and yet that's the source, that there's, there's an Isr of doing it. And Daruch Rosh is bothered by how can we be Meiko when it comes to Dvar Mitzvah? <laughs> but the truth is, there's another Gemara. The Gemara in Psachim Dafnun. the Gemara there is, is in the para called Mokam Shenagu. There the Gemara discusses different times of the year that there was a Minog not to work. And very often the Gemara has this rule of, even if someone is Meiko, and he could be, he's allowed to Meikir Adin, in a Roy a Simon Bracha. He doesn't see a Simon Bracha by by doing that work, that could be Friday afternoon after Mincha, after mincha Katana to do work Friday afternoon, Eina Simon Bracha. And the Gemara continues and says that there are certain Prutais uh, that don't have any mazl, and one of them is a schar The schar that a Metorgamon gets, he's Eina roya Simen Bracha. He doesn't get a Simen Bracha uh, from this. So, that you see from here that it's not Asr. There's no Isr of Shab. And the Metorgamon is someone who would sit there by leaning, and he would translate... In, uh, that everyone for the audience, for the crowd, he would translate what was going on. So he, it seems like he's allowed to get paid, but Aina Rayasim in Braha. Sdara so, Khashokhan has a very interesting way of learning the sugya. He says like this When it comes to a Maturgamon, a Matorgamon who's translating the, the chumash, or let's say it was a Shir, there was a Magad shir, who didn't speak very loud and the Maturgaman had to say it out loud. So they would need to do prep during the week. They would have to prepare during the week and perhaps the money the salary the schar is going on the full package that they have to prepare during the week let's see a market share he has to prepare a share so he prepares friday morning and then he gives a share on shabbos so when you pay him 50 bucks for uh, for the hour. So he's really getting paid for the hachana. Versus a shaymer, someone who's watching uh, fruit, he's just watching cows, there's nothing, there's nothing to prepare. What do you have to prepare to watch a cow? You just sit there and you watch the cow. So in that case, that's why it's asr. But if there's hachana and it's litzvar mitzvah, the aruch is mekel. The problem is the Torah did not go with it, because the Torah held, you're not allowed to pay for Takiyah Scheifer. And we would assume if a matorgerman has to prepare, a baltakeah should, should, should definitely uh, need to prepare. And anyways, many police can say the svara doesn't fit. When you pay someone, uh, you typically are not paying for the preparation. We don't care how much how, how long it took you to prepare. You're getting paid for the job being done. Even though they say that the the plumber or the, the technician will say, it took me a second to fix your item, so why am I charging you $300. Because all, all, the, all the experience, all the time that I put into learning this skill, that's why I'm charging you that. But practically speaking, many priests can say that's not uh, that's not a heter. Even Aruch HaShokhan himself, he's trying to answer a sugya, and he only says it within the world of, of mitzvah. So it's very, very shwach If someone wants to rely on hachana prep time, unless it's, it's a dvar mitzvah. When it's a dvar mitzvah, it's mutter, maker adin. It's only a... Chumrah. It's only a din of, of uh, Ein Roy Yisim and Bracha. So, so Mitzvah, is, is, you saying is, is prep time also? That's the Arach or- uh, HaShulchan's pshara, so to say. No one else says this. They don't say this business with hachanah. No one says on its own without prep time. No, they say, they say it's Dvar The problem is that it seems to be a stira. That when it comes to Shimer shay- for hektish, that's the source. That's Usr. And when it comes to M'torgamon, there we say it's mutter, but Ein and Bracha. So, which one is it? Is it mutter when it comes to the mitzvah, or is it usher when it comes to the mitzvah? The Torah sounds like it's usher when it comes to the mitzvah. Is a really doing anything? So that's practice? what we said last week, perhaps, right? But but the Shocheron talks about a chazan. What is a chazan doing? He's singing. They, the Aruch says you go put someone else up there for free, right? People might not like it, but as far as yoytza yidei chavasa, you're still yoytza without the singing. So they pay someone to sing karbach. That's not a mitzvah. Maybe it's happens to be. that If you look in some of the swam, they write. Let's say, uh, let's say someone sings and dances the whole Shabbos, and they don't know anything. They, they don't know what they're talking about. They they don't know what the words mean. They say they say that the the guy asked the yeshiva guy. You're supposed to sing during during uh, kabbalah Shabbos, right? Hashem. You're supposed to sing, so. The yeshiva guy says, this is the first uh, Kapital Tehillim you said all week. We said B'suchah the Zimra the whole week. You weren't there. So that's the that's the back and forth. But let's say, I saw on one of the swarms, that if, uh, if if you sing, you don't even know what the words mean. You're singing because you like singing. You're still you're still Yoytze Oynik Shabbos. This is a key mitzvah of Oynik Shabbos, since you enjoy it. And uh, it's not something to make fun of. So... So, but the Aruch of says that's not called a Dvar Mitzvah necessarily, to be Yoytzi Dei You want to talk about tkiyah Shaifer, okay, so there, we needed the Batakeah to be Mitzi everyone. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a Batakeah. But when it comes to a Chazan, it seems to be Shvar. in fact, look in the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch. When it comes to Chazanim, he, he only brings it as a, as a Yeish Aymer Melim Mitzchos. When it comes to tkiyah Shaifer, the basis Yosef is Mikl straight out. So it could be that we, we have to evaluate what, what's the geder HaMitzvah here. But this is a, a general heter that many rely on when it comes to tutoring or the like. The best thing in these uh, situations would be if a person does not speak out that there's an expectation to get paid, they're only getting paid as, uh, as a gift, so that's the heter of the primagravim, or they do it by havla. many times a, a, a bar mitzvah boy, when he, when he gets laning lessons or pshetl lessons, so it's a, one big payment at the end of the, at the, end of the job. So that will be a classic heter of havla even though the rabbi thinks how many hours it's going to take, and he has to cheshbon accordingly, but he's getting paid for one big, one big package. So that, that would be another hetra to rely on, because that, that would be typical uh, typical uh, havla. But, you know, but, but the average yeah, person does have the hachana. If you have hachana and a mitzvah, you do have the arach to rely on. And the whole thing is uh, chumrah, ba'almah, according to Beis Yosef. So if someone relies on that, there's some hachana, there's some prep. And it's a dvar mitzvah, so a rav or a maggid shir or a tutor, if they're relying on that, you know, yesh Mi Lismach. Okay, let's move on to another uh, another topic here. The magen Avram says the same way we have this this uh, iser of Scher Shabbos when a person works. The same thing would apply to rental property, and this is, this is uh, found in, in Rishonim as well. That's not only in the in the realm of getting hired as a laborer, but You cannot make passive income on Shabbos either the 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 two cases basically one of them would be someone is uh, renting his property out renting his equipment or he's renting out his money so to say you have let's say ribis a person he uh, deposits money in a bank and he's getting paid interest daily so the money that comes in on Shabbos, L'Chair should be a problem, because Shabbos is earning him money. The hours of Shabbos are earning him money, and in fact, R. Moshe Feinstein says, it would Taka be a problem. However, you have a very simple heter R. says, and that is that, that if the bank, if the financial institution is, is going on the 24-hour day, so you're going to have, and every single day, there's time that's not Shabbos. Even Saturday, this is Saturday night, and Friday has Friday day, so it wouldn't be a problem. The only time it would be a problem would be if you have a uh, yom that falls out on Sunday. If it's a second, if it's second day you have seged yomim. But let's say you had first day of Yontif falls out on Sunday, you have back to back. So in fact, it would be it would be a problem. So depending on how what your net worth is, it could be that one day is not much. It's not even a Shava pruta. But let's say it is. So Rashi writes, it's best to give to give the money to tzedakah anonymously. So if a person has an account where he it, interest is. Is accruing daily, and with Shabbos and there's a Shabbos yontif. Uh, so then taka there would be a it would be a Ramesha says to, to, to give uh, put, put the money to tzedakah anonymously so that you don't get any any covered any any type of hana from that. A more relevant case would be if someone has a someone does a deal. He does a deal amongst Yidin, and they use a Heter iska. They went through the sugya of hilchas ribbis. They use a Heter iska, and Time comes to pay, so they did a hard money loan, and a pri- private loan, and now they're paying back after two, three months. Two, three months of, of, of uh, you know of using the capital. So when they do the math, they're doing it based on how many days. And Lahar there will be an Isr of Shachar Shabbos, as- assuming you're not doing this twenty-four hour heter of Marsha. And the Aruch Hashulchan says Taka a person should have to uh, would have to take that into, into consideration. However, the Minchas says the way we understand a heter iska. It would not be a problem at all. The way, the way, a basic, just uh, two minutes on, on Heter Iska, we know there's an Isra of charging and there's an Isra of paying ribas to a Yid. So how exactly can a person borrow money from his friend to buy, you know, a piece of land, he'll develop it, and then he's going to pay him back at 10% interest rate. How does that work? There's an der isa. So there's something called the Iska. If someone goes into business with someone and they split the profits, there's no Isra of ribas they they're in business together so what what does is that you know the beginning of the, of the document the star basically says that Reuben and Shimon are business partners and they will split profits and losses evenly now, in lieu of getting Adim and Shvua and all types of things to prove what the profits and losses are, we are willing to settle with a 10% uh, it can't be usury law, but but a ten percent or something like that interest rate for the duration of the of the of the not the loan, you can't you don't want to use the term loan, of the duration of the time, instead of figuring out the profits and losses to split it evenly, we'll call it a day, we'll just give you ten percent on the annualized rate. So in effect, they're not paying interest. They're buying out the other partner. So when you buy out the other partner, you're not paying for Shabbos. So the Minchas says there will be no Isser of Schar when it comes, as long as you use the Heter Iska, there will be no Isser of Schar in that case because if you use the, this type of Heter Iska where it's a, a Shutfus, so then there will be no Isser of Schar in that case. Okay, so that's another uh, consideration. So, so the partner is the one who owns it on Shabbos, you're saying, basically. Well, this was money. No one was doing it, meaning there was no. Owns the, owns the account of taking that profit. What does it mean? So, meaning like this. They, they bought a house. Let's say they didn't make any money on Shabbos per se. Reuven has to pay Shimon back. He, he borrowed $100,000. He has to pay back one okay? ten. dollars Okay? 10%. So, when he pays back that $10,000, if there's no Hector Iska, so he's paying back interest. And it goes by each day. And if, if it's talk accruing daily, it will be a problem. We'll give another Hector in a second. But if it's accruing daily, you're paying... Ribbis and Shabbos. Now, you had 24 hours, so you had Saturday night. But let's say it was a Shabbos, then Yontif, you would have a problem. But let's say it's a Hector Iska. When you pay back the $10,000, you're not paying back interest. You're not allowed to pay interest. We settled on a price that you could buy out the other partner. So I'm buying you out of this property. You really are, uh, 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 we're in Iska together. You own half the property. I'm a, I have a clause that I could buy you out by giving you 10% of the original loan. But that's not interest on a daily accruing. The buyout price is, is well, how many days? They're just telling us what the price is. But that's not called uh, that you're earning interest for a Shabbos. Okay, next. There's an interesting sugyah, which, which is not in, this, in, the, in the typical Shar Shabbos simonim. This is found in the halachas of Shutvahs between anachri Nachri and the Gai, The Shulchanach in Reish Mem he, at the end. He brings the following case. Let's see how to any Yehudim, and they use the oven of a Yisrael. Forget about trafing it up, that's not the point there. But now they give the Yid bread as payment. Now, Allah is asr honest You're not allowed to take from that. Because it's Shabbos, the Mishnah says. It's an Yisroh You Shabbos. Know, and because basically they're paying for the rental of the oven. And that's how we pass again. Anytime someone uses your item and they're paying for the rental, and this would apply to an oven, uh, a washing machine, a laundromat, they're not paying for the use of, they're not paying for the good, they're paying for the actual rental of it. That would be a problem. And in fact, the person always has to consider, if, he, if he's in the rental business, he's renting out his, uh, his private jet, he's renting out his car, you're renting out your laundromat, your car wash, they're, they're paying for time. So that would be a problem of Shabbos. Let's say you have a um. They have these new things, like a kiosk where you have virtual reality kiosk. And this is like a vending machine but they're paying for time, they're paying to use use this item, that would be an in-service Shabbos, because they're renting it for the time. There, the acharnim say that as long as he paid for Shabbos and the weekday, that would be mutter. Now, interestingly, many many acharnim point this out, there's a difference between this case on a rental versus when a hired laborer. By a hired laborer, we say, it only had the heter of havla if it was conditional. How strong the condition was—that's a machlekes. But it had to be that you hired him for a week, or you hired him for a month, or two days, three days, slichas, and davening for the yom. It had to be one packet, one big deal. Over here, it doesn't say that. As long as he paid in full, as long as he paid for Friday and Sunday, let's see at a hotel, and the fellow checked in Friday, he he stayed for Friday and he stayed for Shabbos. As long as he's paying for more than just. His Shabbos use, even though it wasn't conditional, he gets, he, he gets billed by the hour. Let's see, you have a, your car rental. He gets billed, uh, you know, every 12 hours, you have another fee. Since at the end of the day, he paid in full, in, in a lump sum. They're the other place, because that's, that's what the uh, achronim say on this halacha regarding the oven. And just to bring out how to understand it, just a little brisker lumdus rab Chaim Brisker is famous for saying that, what's the Isser of Shabbos? You're not doing anything on Shabbos, you're, 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 uh, you're watching kids, you're babysitting, why is that an Isser of Scher Shabbos? So in this, we don't paskin like this, but he says that when a person is doing work, and now you're getting paid for it, you've changed your work into an Isser of work, because you're getting paid for it. You changed watching kids to now working on Shabbos, ain't gonna work on Saturday, you're getting paid so that's called working on saturday so that's 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 the brisk on this that's how Chaim understood the isser of shabbos now that applies when a person's doing work but when you're just renting something out you're still eating chalant and kishka by your shabbos table you're not doing anything how can you say what i'm doing is is work now I ain't gonna work on saturday i'm still not working i'm not doing anything they're using my laundromat somewhere so if you use that lundus, you could understand why we're much more makel when it comes to rentals versus when it comes to a person working, and we have a much more lenient view of havla in that case. We mentioned last week, and we'll mention it again, that when the al rabba says that when it comes to goods, when it comes to when it comes to mechira mecher, he brought a ra'yah from the sefetz that there is no isser of shachar shabbos when it comes to uh, when a person purchases something. An example, a very common example, there are many yidin that are in the uh, Sports tickets and concert tickets uh, industry. So when they sell a ticket, let's say they they have a playoff game, right? MLB baseball playoff game that's on Shabbos, and they so they sell a ticket. They have a guy somewhere in Vietnam selling the ticket for them. So they're making money on Shabbos, but they they sold a ticket. That's a good. It's not. They're not renting out. If they own the stadium, maybe they're renting out some use. They just sold uh, an item mechira that would not be an issue of sechar Shabbos. The night of I think we mentioned this before, but. But I mean, the game is that game is only for Shabbos, right? But and I asked the last time also that. But at the end of the day, mechirah is not a problem because I'm not. I'm not making money by my time of Shabbos. The this amount of Shabbos, the, the hours, there's no rental. I can't rent out Shabbos. I can't use the time of Shabbos, the 24 hours of Shabbos, to make money. Yeah, it's different. It's, but this this is different. the game is on. I see that the the game could have been on Sunday, and I would have made the same money. I didn't use Shabbos. No, but I'm not a Sunday. I'll be there too. But Shabbos, I'm. you the point is, the person has to work. He can only work six days a week. He only works six days a week. I, the seventh day is not available for working. So if something requires time, whether it's rental time or labor time, then that's an Isser of Scher shabbos Because you're using the time of Shabbos, the zman of Shabbos, as a time. But if something happened to have full hour on Shabbos, but I'm not using the time of Shabbos, they, I could have done this on Friday. If they wanted, they could make up the game. If it rains, they make up the game on Sunday, right? That's not the time of Shabbos that my Shabbos is being used to earn money. And, uh, and, and that, w- that would be fine. The night of the Behuda was asked regarding a mikvah using... Uh, Let's say you had a private mikvah, even a public mikvah. It's a good question. How are women, or how are even men, they're allowed to pay for the mikvah use on Shabbos? So obviously you have the hetter of dvar mitzvah, perhaps. So it depends if it's a public mikvah. Yes, it would probably be a dvar mitzvah. You're supporting a mikvah. Let's say it was a private mikvah. The person wants to make money. There's no, it's your dvar mitzvah. It's not his dvar mitzvah. He's the one that's making money. So you could do a mitzvah. He, he should make money. That doesn't make any sense. So he says the following. He says that it costs them money to heat up the mikvah, the dmei etzim, the wood, and therefore it's as if you're purchasing the wood. You're allowed to purchase the wood because that's mechira. Mechira, everyone agrees is mutter. And then once you paid for the wood, the mikvah use, which is a rental use, time, you're paying for the ability to use something, that's behavla on the wood. So you paid $35 to use the mikvah. Five dollars is going for the wood or for the electricity that's heating up the mikvah, heating up the water, and the rest of it is behavla. That's the sheet of Behuda. Perhaps he would only be mikel b- mitzvah, but that is what the Behuda says. Many argue and they say that uh, no one, no one thinks like that. That's not the way people do business. But perhaps if you, if we remember what the base Yosef said, the whole thing is a chumra ba'ama that it's mekshi. Maybe it'll cause a uh, uh, something. So. We, we could have some uh, understanding of why this would be mutter. Some Pisken take this heter and they say we could always rely on it, no problem. Others are hesitant to rely on it um, unless it's a al Chak, while others recommend putting it in a line item on the, uh, on the invoice in this situation. So I'll give you a few examples. Number one, let's say a person owns a car wash. So if you own a car wash, you probably have to be open on Shabbos in order for it to be a profitable business. Many people go for car washes on Saturday. So you are open on Shabbos. When, when someone pays for their, you know, let's say it's a self, you know, automatic uh, self-serve car wash. When they pay their, their $8, $10 for, for the car wash. So they're paying you to use the wash bay. That's rental. That's a problem. But let's say they use soap and they use water. So, according to the Neidah since they're paying for the soap and the water, you know, you did your cost account. They cost you $2. Uh, that's your overhead every time they go in there. So you charge 10 bucks. So $2 is going for the soap and water. $8 is going for the rental fee. And bahavah, it's one lump sum. So it would be mutter. So that's how some place can uh, allow. Again, the other Shilas there, but that, the one Shilah regarding the Sechar Shabbos, that will be mutter. Others would say, no, you'd want to have on the receipt, you know, a fee for the soap and water. You, could, you know, it doesn't have to be... Uh, specified um what exactly it is but just say a two dollar equipment fee or depreciation on equipment something along the lines that they're paying for a mehira and not only as a uh, as a rental another example would be let's say a private jet or you rent out your car on turo so if someone's only renting it for a few hours in a private jet it's very common they're not renting it necessarily for the whole day they're flying from let's say westchester to uh, to here to there and it'll be back before Shabbos is over, before Yantav is over, so well, hurry! You're, you're paying; they're they're charging them just for rental use. But if you have a gas fee, even if it's fifty bucks for the gas, but it's uh, three hundred dollars for the rental for the car rental, doesn't make a difference. According to the Neviy Behuda, Many places would recommend putting that as a line item if you could, on the on the receipt on the invoice to show that there is Bahavla, that it's one lump sum payment. But I, but you're mostly charging you for for both for the uh, for the for the gas and that would be a way out of that as well regarding typical rentals you don't really have an issue a person has a uh, you know monthly rentals but you could have an issue with airbnb someone checks in on a friday night and they're leaving shabbos morning or Yantif, you can have an issue with that so perhaps you would want want to rely on this eight as well you charge them for uh, towel use for shampoo for mouthwash and that would be that would be a header regarding a doctor I, I would think a line item Without, without, without a, the price, without the price, you don't want to put the price, price. there, because the price there, it, it, you're ruining the whole havla. Although, according to the way we, with the Magan avram, it will be mutter. The, the the halacha regarding the the oven, since I'm not working, it's it's um, we said. Let's say a person, let's say the guy rented the oven for Shabbos and for Friday. There, it doesn't have to be such a strong havla. As long as he pays you for both, it's fine. Even though it, it, it could be an itemized, itemized invoice. So perhaps even if it's itemized, it'll be fine. But yeah, we'd be better not to itemize it with the price. But say there's a few line items. There's this fee. You usually have to actually put the price in. But Let's say you wouldn't put the price, and it'll be better. A doctor would have the same header. Let's say uh, a doctor did a non non pikuach nefesh, um, uh, you know, aid, and he also supplied the patient with a Ace bandage or something, so he could charge you know 100 bucks for the visit. Dollars for the ace bandage and the rest of it's for the uh, for the visit When it's a pikuach nefesh situation when it comes to a Yisrael, so let's say you have a, a Doctor and he's treating a yid on Shabbos, so he's allowed to charge them He's allowed to charge insurance afterwards, whatever the, whatever the situation is Because of pikuach nefesh, chaza, we're not geiser the Yisr of Shabbos We would never want to deter someone from from uh, administering uh, uh, Aid in that situation and therefore obi when it comes to a Nachri if if he did it for a nochri, so perhaps you wouldn't have the same so, nefesh in that case, we're not unless it's an Ava situation. So we're not so scared on the deterrent, the Paiskim are Machmir. But let's see, it is a situation of Eva, and uh and and uh you you know long term that this would cause Ava, so the Paiskim, I guess tongue in cheek, they're they're more makeup if if a person knows that's the situation. But the the Paiskim say a person should not charge, if he did ke- not uh, care for a nacher, shouldn't charge unless you used another beulah's that you gave them something, you gave them Advil, you gave them an ace bandage, give them something, a tissue, <laughs> I don't know, a glove, a balloon, something, so that you could have one big uh, lump sum payment. There's, um, there's, there's one example that comes up in the nursing home industry, when you have a patient that's administered on Friday afternoon, or let's say Friday evening, Again, depending on the type of home, I think assisted living is different than, let's say, a nursing home. There are different laws, but in some of them, they allow you to, to bill already for Friday, even though the patient was administered later on in the day. Some only allow billing from the midnight before, so they won't be able to bill for Friday. But in that case, so if you're getting paid for the uh, for the rental time of this patient, the resident, so then it's Har Shabbos. So... Well, the person say in that case you know, you try to use the night to who this header where you give the the patient something whether it's a disposable tray, tray of food. food a diaper i don't know something that has to be has to be uh behavla. otherwise you'd have an issue or unless their they're extended stay past the day so then anyways um sorry for shabbos but for friday it'll be otak will be a problem so give that money away at sadaka anonymously one more point, and that is, let's say this happens uh, Bediyevet. Bediyevet, you found out after Shabbos that a person earned, you earned money, Shar Shabbos. So if a person didn't realize that, that um, he's not allowed to earn schar Shabbos, he thought he's allowed to babysit, he didn't realize that this is, that this is an Iser of schar Shabbos, then we could say he's a mutter, so Bediyevet, there's no Knas on him. But let's say he did an Iser of but he knew there's an Iser of schar Shabbos. He just didn't realize that, uh, I don't know exactly what the case would be. But the person who knew there's an Israel of Shabbos, maybe didn't know what he was, was going to get paid for it. I'm not sure what the case would be. But in that case, they say that, that would be considered amazed. And you should not take any money from, from uh, items. did shuva later. Did, shuvah. did shuvah later? Yeah. But that would be amazed. Yeah, I'm not sure what the case is. Yeah, I saw this morning. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure okay you want to be you want to a leader buy, want to speech, mm-hmm. is, no, I want to take right so it comes up let's say a person has a family member they had a yerusha and they know that all that money came from from Schar shabbos but typically we would say it was a, it was a Shoigig and uh and there'll be mutter so this concludes the uh the sugya of Schar shabbos so this is again when people go into business and they're they have a, a business open on shabbos very often the first shiloh they ask is Schar shabbos it's probably the most common question but as we saw, as a, it's a very shvacha iser. It's not uh, it's not well sourced in Chazal. We have a few hints to it throughout Shas. Enroy and bracha. One is not allowed to have a shimer on the parum. We also have a back a backdoor uh, maramukim in mean ksubis. We, hetar Again, we have a heter for dvar Again, Enroy and We have a heter of havla. We have extended havla. Different uh, understandings of what havla is. We have the heter that doesn't apply to mechira. It only applies to rental or uh, labor. One of those two. And uh, we we gave a, we had a, we had the heter of, um, of 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 havla on that as well. That if you had mechira, there was a good. And there's also havla. Then what can we make on that as well? So that's the uh, that's the sugya of Shabbos. Next week we'll get into the sugya of kinian on Shabbos. What exactly is a Kenyan? Can a person arrange for a kinian to take place? Can you put in a, a, an option? Let's say Yontif Shabbos it depends. Uh, you know, but let's say can you can you put in a purchase order? To take place on Shabbos, we'll talk about vending machines, websites, where something's happening on Shabbos, and you set it in motion. You want it to happen. What's the uh, what's the sugya? What are people relying on when they have these machines and stores operating on Shabbos? Simr tesham to so be continued.